And we are live and we are back. Let's go. I'm Corey, your host. One half of the Corner Pull Up That Podcast. And I'm back like I never left with another installment of Wealth Wednesdays here on the Corner Pull Up That Podcast. We discuss health and wealth, finance and fitness and everything in between. And we want to make sure you save more and say less and keep making better your best. Yes, yes. However, when my co-host Jordan went on paternity leave, I started these Wealth Wednesdays where I get straight to the finance information. No filler in between. And I know y'all see the topic of today's video. We're going to get to them interest rate, high interest rates, interest rate hikes. All right. Highest in 22 years. But before we get started, y'all know what to do. Hit that like button, share, and subscribe. Shout out to the YouTube algorithm. Please leave those rating reviews on the podcast platforms as well. My information as well as my co-host Jordan's information is in the show notes. Jordan is Stop Stalling Jay, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Why do I still keep saying TikTok? When's the last time? I don't know if Jordan's even ever posted on TikTok. Um, his business page is Finally Fit 06 on Instagram, Finally Fit Facebook. Website is finallyfit.live. You guys need to check out finallyfit.live so you can sign up for the Monday and Wednesday virtual classes, 5.30 a.m. on both days. Then myself, sideline underscore Corey, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Again, all this information is in the show notes. Now, I did want to say, shout out to student loans. I did want to say, the baby's on the way. My son is not here yet, and he's already messing up the sleep schedule. So this Wednesday, this might not drop on a Wednesday. This might drop on a Thursday because it's 9.30 p.m. Regardless, we are still working and turning things out. Now, before we go on these interest rate hikes <laughs> and see what that article is talking about, student loans, as we always talk about. Again, it's August. This is the last month. March 2020 is when the forbearance started as far as no interest. It has lasted all the way until August 2023. All right, what is that? What's March to August? Five months. 41 months. No interest. This is the last month. Please start getting your information together as far as what you need to do to make your payment if you're going to choose all these various forms of not making payments, forbearance, or income-driven repayment, all these different options. Whatever you're going to do, please go ahead and get it situated because before you know it, student loans are going to start back up. All right. And before we get started, this is for entertainment purposes only. Sue, don't sue me. Sue your mama, myself, nor Jordan, our fitness or finance professionals. And everything you hear on here is for entertainment purposes only. And you need to do your own research and seek out a professional before taking any action. And again, this is a late night live stream. I'm crazy tired, but look, we got to stay consistent. So if I'm fumbling and stumbling over my words, who cares? All right. Y'all know what's going on. The interest rates is high as hell. They keep raising them. All right. And we're going to go to good faith, good old faithful. We're going back to CNBC. Let me go ahead and get the screen share real quick. Here we go. Here we go. All righty. Let me see how that looks. Oh, here we go. Look at this ad. Fed approves hike that takes interest rates to highest level in more than 22 years. So 22 years ago, I guess it would be 2001, right? So coming right off the dot-com bubble, right around probably 9-11. This was this is by Jeff Cox. All right, key points. Fed Reserve approached, excuse me, approved a much anticipated interest rate. But the Fed already said they're going to keep raising interest rates until 
they get a handle on inflation. So don't be surprised if you just keep seeing interest rates go up and up and up. All right, and this benchmark borrowing costs to their highest. Much anticipated interest rate hike that takes benchmark borrowing costs to their highest level in 22 years, over 22 years. It was a quarter percentage, so 0.25. When you see that, when you see that interest rate, when you see that interest rate hike is based off of a uh, 1%. So it's a quarter of a percentage. Um, it was raised. We'll bring the funds right. It went from 5.25% to 5.5%. All right, policymakers indicate at the June meeting that two rate hikes are coming this year. So I'm guessing this is one of the two. Markets are pricing in a better than even chance that there won't be any more moves this year. All right. All right. Then Chairman Jerome Powell, Jerome Powell said, Ooh, excuse me, that the central bank will make data-driven decisions on a meeting-by-meeting -meeting basis. All right, let's see. Washington, I guess it's Washington, D.C. The Federal Reserve Wednesday is Wednesday of last week, made a much anticipated case of the same sense we are. All right, anyways, in a move that financial markets had completely priced in, the central bank's Federal Open Market Committee raised its funds by a quarter of a percent. Okay, again, like I said, taking from 5.25 bar to 5.5. The midpoint of that target range would be the highest level for the benchmark since early 2001, so right before 9-11. All right, here we go. Okay, markets were anticipating this. Again, uh, Chairman Powell, Powell made it very clear. These rates is getting hiked. These rates are going to continue to increase until otherwise noted. All right, so just be aware of that. So when it comes to something like interest rates from a mortgage standpoint, is there going to be a housing crash? Can't predict crashes, the market, yada, yada, yada. But what you can kind of predict, something in my eye, is the fact that as these interest rates continue to increase from a Fed standpoint, more hikes, it's like you're going to see the, the interest rates from a mortgage standpoint, other interest rates continue to increase. In short, the Fed increase in these interest rates makes it more expensive to borrow money from them. Th thus, you know, trickles down to you as a consumer from the bank. I should have that right. I don't know, my, my brain's my brain's probably already turned off. Anyways, um, that hike could be the last before Fed officials take a break to watch how the previous increases are impacting economic conditions. This is funny. So they're just, ra they're just raising, raising the race and sort of sitting back. Like they're doing a study um independent and dependent variables. Oh my goodness. While policymakers indicated at the June meeting that the two rate raises are coming this year, markets have been either. So the market has been preparing for this is when they're saying they're pricing it in. They've just been preparing for it as far as from a pricing standpoint. All right. Again, news conference, Chairman Jerome Powell said inflation has moderate, moderate, somewhat moderated, excuse me, somewhat since the middle of last year. But hitting the Fed's 2%, they, the Fed, let me see what interest rate what interest rate. Um inflation, excuse me. I think inflation is still around five percent, I believe. It's saying it's three percent. Almost at two. All right, but I mean you still got a ways to go, the whole um whole percent to go down. All right, they got they had a long way to go, says Chairman Powell. Still, he's seen to leave room potentially room. Hold rates steady at the Fed's next September meeting. My guess is it'll, I guess, it'll be some time, especially I think one thing they're waiting for is these student loans to kick back on to see how that impacts consumer um, spending 
Um, but it'll it's like going to be some time before we see rates decrease. They might decrease it, you know, a, a consistent decrease. Um, they might decrease it every, you know, every now and then once a year or something like that. Where we're seeing quarter over quarter or meeting over meeting decrease. I think it'll be some time before we see that from economic standpoint. I would say it's certainly possible that we still that we will raise funds again at the September meeting if the data warrants it. And again, like I said, I think I think I think losses in the data or not. I think one thing that I do want to see is what, even though you won't be able to see it in September, but what happens when these student loans do kick back on and how that imp impacts people. Not that it's going to impact inflation, but it is going to impact people's spending power. So you're adding that payment back into their budget. And I also say it's possible that we would choose a whole study and we're going to be making careful assessments, as I said, meeting by meeting. So he, he didn't. So you can either increase them, keep them where they're at or decrease them. They didn't mention anything about decreasing. They might keep them where they're at or increase them, but decreasing them not on the table. Powell said the FMC will be assessing the totality of the incoming data, as well as implications for economic activity and inflation. Markets initially bounced. OK, yeah. Found the meeting, but ended in mix. Okay, cool. Dow Jones, SP 500 were barely changed. Wait, no. Dow Jones continued to streak, closing higher. Mm -hmm. S&P and NASDAQ were barely impacted. Treasury yields moved lower. One thing, too, for those who are big into the H um, HYSAs or the high-yield savings accounts, they are continuing to raise these interest rates on these savings accounts. It is insane. I think allies now. No sponsorship. I think it's at, is it 4.5? They sent out an email. Let me check to see what Ally raised interest rates. And I, Ally doesn't have the highest one. But I know they sent me out an alert. They keep they keep they keep sending alerts. Talking about, hey, your interest rate has increased again. There we go. We're back with this is on July 31st, a couple days ago. Your savings account rate is changing. Went from, oh, my bad. It's at 4.25% now. It's crazy. Crazy. Guaranteed 4.25% on interest. Essence, I mean, on interest. Yeah, on, on your interest. It's crazy. Crazy. Excuse me. It's time for the Fed to give the economy time to absorb the impact of the Fed. That is true. Continues just raising and raising and said, Joe Rusellas, U.S. Chief Economist at RSM. I agree with Joe. At some point in time, you know, you keep raising if you want to, but you got to see what that rate hike is doing. You can't just tell that over a couple of months. Uh, with the Fed's last rate increase of 25 basis points now in the books, we think that improvement in the underlying pace of inflation, cooler job creation, and modest growth are creating the conditions where the Fed can effectively end its rate hike campaign. Now, again, it'll be interesting to see, as I mentioned, if ending the rate hike campaign involves decreasing or lowering the rates or just not no longer increasing them, right? The post-meeting sentiment excuse me, statement, they offered only a vague reference to, okay, all right. The committee will continue to assess additional information and its implications for monetary policy. The statement said in a line that was tweaked from the previous month's communication that echoes a data-dependent approach as opposed to a set schedule that virtually will, that virtually all central bank officials have embraced in recent public statements. All right, hike. The hike received unanimous approval from voting committee members. The only other charge of note in this statement was an upgrade of economic growth to moderate from moderate from modest. I'm not I'm not sure if moderate 
Okay, it's an upgrade. So the the growth has been upgraded to a modest growth from moderate, which is a good thing. At the June meeting, despite expectations for at least a mild recession ahead, shout out to the the statement again described inflation as elevated and job gains as robust. I thought we were technically in a recession last year, but you know the National Bureau of Economic Research, I believe, who declares it didn't declare it. Are we in a recession or not? Cool. Will something like the student loans cause a recession? They probably won't directly cause a recession, but it'll be interesting to see, again, what happens once these student loans tick back on. All right. The increase is the 11th time the FOMC has raised rates in the tightening process that began March. They've increased 11 times since March of 2022. That's crazy. The committee decided to skip the June meeting as it assessed the impact that the hikes have had. Since then, Powell said he still thinks inflation is too high and in late June said he expected more restriction on monetary policy, a term that implies more rate increases. So monetary policy is just how they manage the money. Let me see. Let me get the better definition. The U.S. monetary policy comprises the Federal Reserve's right actions, communications to promote maximum employment. Yep. Okay, this is how the Fed's managing the money. Monetary versus fiscal. All right. The Fed funds rate sets what banks charge each other for overnight lending. Again, like I said, the price, how much it costs to borrow this money. But it feeds through to through to many forms of consumer debt, such as mortgages, as I mentioned, credit cards, auto again. All, these are all the types of debt to many forms of consumer debt, such as mortgages, credit cards, auto, and personal loans. What other loans do you have? It's not student loans, right? But I mean, you know, these are all the type of loans that people have. The Fed has not been this aggressive with rate hikes since the early 1980s, where mortgage rates were in the double digits, well within the double digits, when it was also bad an extraordinary high inflation and a sputtering economy. Yes, in the 80s, in short, I mean, this is 22 years, but a lot of the high inflation numbers that we've been seeing in the last year or so were the highest since the 80s. All right, news lately on the inflation front has been encouraging. The consumer price consumer price index rose 3% on 12-month basis in June after running at a 9.1% rate a year ago. Consumers also are getting more optimistic about where prices are headed. With the latest University of Michigan sentiment survey pointing to an outlook for a 3.4% pace in the coming year. However, CPI running at 4.8% rate, okay, excluded food and energy. Okay, there's again all various numbers on what the CPI is, consumer price index. The Fed's pre- preferred measure, the personal consumption expenditures, expenditures, whatever, price index rose 3.8% on the headline and 4.6% on core for May. So there are various consumer price index indexes um, that can be looked at, and the Fed prefers to use this personal consumption one. Okay, all those figures, while well below the worst levels of the current cycle, are running above. Again, it's still not, you know, 2%. It's this thing. I mean, 2% is not that. It's only 2%, but it's over double, essentially, of what it needs to be, right? I mean, 4% is double. Economic growth has been surprisingly resilient despite the rate hike. So the economy is still, the economy is doing better than what they think it should be doing, in short. Why is that? Good question. I mean, coming out this pandemic, it's going to be, 
interesting to see what type of data we have in the next few years about how the pandemic truly impacted things. And it's still going to impact things for years to come. Um, but it, it's crazy what the pandemic has done. to so not just our economy, economy, but the global one. Second quarter GDP growth is tracking, okay, 2.4 annualized rate, according to okay, Atlanta Fed. Many economists are still expecting a recession over the next 12 months. All right, so in a year, we should have a recession. But those predictions so far have proved at least premature. Oh, my goodness. They keep picking out. If every month they say it'll happen in the next year, it'll happen next year. Eventually, they'll be right. GDP rose 2%, okay, in the first quarter of this year, following a large upward revision to initial estimates. Let's see. Right there. Employment also has held up remarkably well. Non-farm payrolls have expanded by nearly, does that mean like non-farm is in like actual farm? Okay, whatever. By 1.7 million in 2023, an employment rate in June was relatively benign. Unemployment is at 3.6. And that's one of the things, what a good, a good marker for a recession is usually the unemployment rate. Okay, same levels a year ago. So unemployment is still pretty low. It has been my view consistently that we will be able to achieve inflation. I guess it's yeah, this uh, Chairman Powell to um, believe be able to achieve inflation moving back down to our target without the kind of really significant downturn that results in high levels of job losses. Excuse me. I mean, one. I mean, inflation is. I mean, excuse me, inflation. Unemployment is pretty low, so I mean, if job, job we see an increase in unemployment, I mean, it can't it can't pretty much get that much lower. So, I mean, if we see an increase of job loss, and that kind of is what it is. Oh, shout out to Disney if you see what's going on with Disney from a business standpoint. Shout out to ES, ESPN. ESPN is going through job losses. They firing everybody. I've never seen this level of firing before, but they just letting everybody go. Okay, along as we as we end out the article, along with the rate hike, the committee indicated. It will continue to cut the bond holdings on its balance sheet, which peaked at $9 trillion before the Fed began its quantitative tightening efforts. The balance sheet is now at $8.32 trillion, as the Fed has allowed up to $95 billion in a, a month in maturing bond proceeds to roll off. All right, y'all, that's it again. Quick, quick article. We're talking about the Fed rate hikes. This is something, again, Fed approves hike that takes interest rates to highest level in more than 22 years. And again, this is by Jeff Cox. Interest rates, they are important because it doesn't impact the economy. But at the end of the day, if you're in a situation where you're not big on the debt, or you're not, you're not taking out a lot of debt or any debt, you're working on paying off your debt, it really kind of doesn't matter. I mean, like me sitting here, interest rates, I mean, they've been going up, no impact directly now you know they indirectly might impact something like you know food inflation things like that but when interest rates increase from a fed standpoint usually people are going to plan about oh no it's going to be more expensive slash higher interest rates when you get something like a mortgage other type of debt but if you don't operate like that it's a general recommendation where if you have that you're aggressively paying off excuse me and you're not going back into it then when these rate hikes happen it's sort of like like imagine something i mean you know no one has ever bought everything, right? Terrible example here, but you don't know, you don't feel the price of whatever it is, something that you don't buy when it when it increases because you don't purchase it. So if you're not in a situation where you're operating or using debt to fund your lifestyle, the fact that interest rates increase, 
aren't going to impact you like literally at all from that you know a direct impact standpoint so that's something to be aware of when you do see these interest rate hikes and things like that obviously if you're in the market of getting a mortgage this is extremely important to you mortgage rates are likely going to increase again i mean they said they're going to see what happens in september this they may they had this meeting in june but it's going to be interesting to see again how things unfold for the back through the back half of the year i don't know if every uh panorama restriction is gone but you know we've seen foreclosures and things like that go up one note on that is things are going up but they're going to you want to listen to if they're saying they're going back to their pre-pandemic levels right a lot of things decreased during the pandemic which was you know right off those two or three years so when we see maybe an increase it may yes truly be increasing but it's just going back to what it was and so that's why i said it's going to be interesting the next five to ten years when we have you know this pandemic data and we truly solidify when the panorama happened you know is it 2020 to 2022 how much of 2023 you know, do you count in the panorama? But once we have that data and we get to see like, you know, we just see this, you know, a crazy drop or a crazy spike, depending on what the data reflects, kind of just wipe that off. And we see a lot of the sphere monitoring going off right now. Yes, repos, foreclosures, things like that are up, but they're not up. They're just going back to where they were. I can't say it in every case, but in general. All right. So those things to be aware of when you're seeing these headlines coming out, it's August and August means as Drake said, I'm, no, I'm not going to say that line from Lord knows, but holiday season is slowly but surely approaching. So I talked about making your student loan payments. If you haven't already, start getting your Christmas list together for those you don't have no debt. If you have debt and you celebrate Christmas still, as far as a purchasing standpoint, you're going to do what you want to do. But again, don't let Christmas just sneak up on you. The holiday season just sneak up on you. Step back to school time. School time as well. I, I believe all the kids are officially going back to school now as far as actually being in the classroom. Halloween's coming up. Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. It's going to all be here before you know it. So please start preparing if you haven't already. All right, y'all. That's it. Again, quick episode. Again, if you have any questions or concerns, reach out to myself or my co-host, Jordan, and make sure that like button, share, and subscribe. Shout out to the YouTube algorithm and those rating reviews on the podcast platforms as well. Again, I'm Cylon underscore Corey. My co-host, Jordan, is Stop Stalling Jay, and his business page is finallyfit06 on Instagram. All right, y'all, that's it. Again, leave a comment. Let us know what you think. If you have any topics that you want myself and or Jordan to discuss, please just let us know. And... I'm going to start recording um, some videos so they might not be um, articles. So when it is time, you know, my son does come here, I may or may not be recording depending on how tired I am or am not. Right. So I'm going to have some videos uh, queued up to go. So when you see those and they're like, you know, they're late as far as assuming they're old from a video standpoint, if I do do articles or they, I, I think I'm going to do more like this general topic, start discussing, um, things that aren't relative to articles um, from like a date time standpoint. So it doesn't matter when it's released. So I'll just have those queued up for y'all. But all right, y'all, that's it. Again, any questions, comments, concerns, please let us know. So remember to save more and say less. Keep making better your best. And I'll catch y'all in the next one.